0: Welcome to your own podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy is doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up this day. Guess what? I'm pumped up. I'm excited. It's February. We're celebrating Black History Month in America. I want to celebrate all the people who have left here, who has fought for us to have freedom. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank all those that labored, my ancestors that had fought to make sure that we have a voice and our voice is heard. Let me tell you something. Today, I'm starting a new series. Guess what? The call Doing chaos. Do you know what, what we're getting ready to talk about? We're getting ready to talk about when God has chosen you and there's chaos that comes along with it. Sometimes you don't understand what's going on around you. The chaos is only meant to draw you closer to God. Did you hear that? The chaos is only meant to draw you closer to God. Well, I hope that you're doing well because I'm praying for you and believing that God will bless you, that he would take every negative situation in your life and turn it around. I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to believe that Jesus Christ He can do it. He died and rose again on the third day. He sits at the right hand of the Father. Guess what he's doing? He's making intercessions for you and me. He's talking to God right now. Remember, remember and understand this. And God listens to his son because his son paid the ultimate price for me and you to be in the family. So we're going to be talking about chaos. This is part one. I'm going to be talking about different people, but we're going to start in Genesis chapter 37. I'm going to start with Joseph. He's someone that I love to talk about because Joseph, boy, he was 17 years old. He had dreams and didn't know that his whole world would end up going through chaos, all kind of turbulence. But I want you to see what chaos looks like. Remember this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, it's on God's heart and mind as well. And God loves you with an everlasting love. Don't you give up on yourself. Fight the good, fight of faith. Understand this. That's what Paul said. It means that there's going to be things that's going to come at you. It's going to come to try to knock your faith. But you have to be steadfast, unmovable, knowing that what God has begun in you, that he's able to complete. And it's for that person right now who's dealing with all kinds of anxieties, feeling doubt, feeling like, man, God, where you at? God, I've been praying to you. I haven't seen you. Let me tell you something. I'm here to tell you. God is right there with you. Uh, I'm just going to share this with you. In the book of Daniel, there's three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? Guess what? They're in a fiery furnace, right? And guess what? What Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, said, he stood up and looked, and he said, there are four, and one looks like the son of God. So that's symbolic for you and me to know that whatever we're going through, that God is right there with you. Because guess what Jesus did? Jesus talked to the Father. This is what he did. He prayed to the Father. He said, Father, would you please send them the Holy Spirit? I want them to have just what I have. I don't want them to be orphans. I want them to have me with them every day. So today, if there's chaos in your life, don't worry about it. Because God is going to fulfill what he did. Like I said, this series, The Call During Chaos, sometimes it's like that. And sometimes it can just be handed on to you. Because that's what happened to Isaac. We just hand it on to him. Understand this. God is capable and able to save you and your family. Understand this. There's going to be times when things are going to come at you that's going to be so perplexing. it's going to make you wonder. But what you have to understand is every problem you get into is an opportunity for you to cry out to God and have God come into your life and fill it with his love and his wonders. Did you hear that? Boy, we're going to be in Genesis chapter 37. Like I told you, this is 2024. This is the second month of the year. We're still praying for the persecuted church because the message of the gospel needs to be heard. But we need to be praying that, guess what, for the persecuted church, but also praying for the persecutors, that God would take them and turn their lives and make them go out and win souls for the Lord. So let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we just thank you for today, Father, I pray for your children all around the world today, Father. That whatever chaos they got going on, Father, that they see you and that they maintain the race, Father. Because the race is not given to the fast nor the swift, but he that endures to the end. I pray right now, Father, for all marriages. I pray, Father, for divine healing, for people who need a touch from you in the hospital, at home, wherever they're at. I'm praying right now, Father, for kids' safety to and from school, Father. I'm praying for restoration, Father, of relationships, husband and wife walking together in unity, Father. I'm praying that you do that, Father. I'm praying that you would provide people's bills and rent that they would get paid, Father. That uh, whatever they stand in need, that you would show for them, in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, man. Let me tell you something, family. I'm encouraged today, like I tell you, the call during chaos. Because guess what? Joseph doesn't realize everything he's doing. Is going to lead him on an odyssey with God. Did you hear that? He's going to be on an odyssey with God. I want you to know that he's going to be on an odyssey with God. He's going to go through some things, but God is going to be with him in every step of the way. So we're going to start in Genesis chapter 37, the call during chaos, part one. It says this, Now Jacob dwelled in a land where his father was a stranger, in the lands of Canaan. Understand this, God told Abram everything is his going to be his descendants. So it's not theirs right now because God is a God of time. Did you hear? God is a time for everything. Check it out. This is the history of Jacob. Joseph, being 17, did you hear? Years old, was feeding the flock with his brothers, and the lad was with the sons of Bela, the sons of Zippah. And his father's wives and Joseph brought a bad report to them to his father. Did you hear Oh, Joseph was tricking, right? Stitching, as they were saying, say in the world. He told his brother. So guess what? All of this is going to create chaos. But God has a purpose and a destiny for him. And the chaos can't stop what God is going to do for him. Did you hear that? Chaos can't stop it. Check it out. Here we go. Let's go down to verse 3. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was a son of his old age. And also he had made him a tonic of many colors. Guess what? This is what the father did. This was Jacob's favorite son. So guess what? He had all these brothers, right? He had one sister. Now they see how the father loves him over them. His father gave him a coat of many colors. I as Reuben was the oldest son, But God, but Jacob favored Joseph over them all. And so, now, could you imagine how Reuben felt, the oldest brother? Man, dad loved him more than he loved me. And other brothers, guess what? He loved him more than he loves us. But God is using these things because there's a purpose and a destiny for Joseph. And guess what? Chaos is not a bad thing when you understand that God is at work. Did you hear that? So if you got some chaos in your life, don't be consumed with, understand this, God is working things out for your good, even during the chaos. Now, you see, we saw what it says, he also made him a tonic of many colors, because I want you to understand this. When he gets elevated, he's going to get a new role, because this is a sign of something to come futuristic. Check it out. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully. Tim, did you hear that? Jealous is cruel and great. They was like, they couldn't get along with him. Because they knew that the father loved him more than he loved them. So parents want to check. you, make sure you love your children equally. Don't let one feel better than the other. Let, you, let them all know that you love them. Because check this out. If you go to the to the Gospel of Luke and you will see in chapter 15, there's a story about the prodigal. And guess what? The prodigal went off and wasted his living, check it out. But his older brother stayed with dad, didn't ask for anything. But when the son who wasted his living came back home, the father gave him back rings and everything and put on this, put on robe sandals on his feet. But the older brother was jealous, got jealous because he said, father, I did all this stuff. And you didn't give me things, but this was what the father told him. It was yours to ask for. All you had to do was ask. So understand this. God can elevate you in any situation and circumstances. Understand that God works and specializes in impossibilities, bringing impossible possible. So check it out. Now, now you see the coat? Brothers hate him now. Here comes some more. Now, he don't realize he's just adding more and more things that's going to be chaos in his life. Now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. Did you hear that? Every time he opened his mouth, it was, but guess what, God is going to use this because he's going to develop this man, Joseph. Well, he's going to grow and he's going to be very powerful in the kingdom of the Lord on earth. He's going to do great things. He's going to feed not just his family, but a nation because of the wisdom of god was upon him the holy spirit check it out it says this verse seven they were binding sheaves in the fields and they behold many sheaves in a rows, and stood upright and indeed your shelves stood all around and bowed down to my shelf did you not he he said hey everything that's going on y'all bowing down to me right they're already upset because of the father gave the coat of many colors. Now he comes back telling him, guess what? I can back it up. This is what Joseph only 17 years old. He doesn't realize that what is going on is going to turn around. It's going to be used to develop his character, his makeup, his trust in God. Sometime when you're going through chaos, it's so you can develop your character and your makeup with God. Sometimes you're going to know disappointment. Sometimes you're going to cry, Oh, Danny Hampton cry all the time sometimes. But you got to know that God loves you with an everlasting love. Check it out. It's being the pastor of Christ's Dean Church in the city of Chicago, trusting God, believing God that God would do it, God would open doors. It has nothing to do with me. It all has to do with God. Check it out. In verse number eight, and his brother said to him, shall you indeed reign over us or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Did you hear that? The more and more he talked, the more and more chaos is coming upon him. Because guess what? God is going to use this situation to help this young man feed a nation. He's going to do things that he's going to go through things and do things. But he's going to praise God. Let me tell you something. Whatever you're going through, get on the other side of praise God and check it out. Then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers, and they said, "Look, I had a dream, another dream, and this time the sun and the moon and the eleven stars bowed down to me." Check it out. Now he's saying, not only y'all going to bow down to me, but moms and dad going to do it too. Understand this. It appears like. This stuff is going to get him harmed. This stuff is only meant to bring the blessing. Did you hear that? So sometimes you get chaos. Praise God during the chaos. God, I know you got me. God, I know you can turn it around. God, save me. That's all you got to say. Check it out. So he told it to his father, verse 10. And his brothers and his father rebuked him, saying to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? Did you hear that? That's what his dad said. Israel got a name change. Prince for God. God ain't God. God has worked some things. And guess what? Sometimes God don't even let the man or the woman, God see what's going on. Because guess what? Israel had no kind of knowledge what was going to bestow for his boy. And God is going to keep it from him for a season. Did you hear that? Because it wasn't time for him to know. Hallelujah. Boy, you ought to be pumped up with me. Remember this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. And God loves you with an everlasting love. Check it out. Here we go. Verse number 12. Then his brothers went. Here we go. Let me go let me let me let me slow down then about to go off I want to, I want to get the verse 11 check it out I want you to see this this is how turmoil is going to come between him and his brothers envied him what was the cause of it they envied him his father loved him more than he loved them this envy created madness towards him but his father kept the matter in mind so what what Israel did after Joseph told him, he began to ponder and just wonder about what is God doing check it out and we're going to go down to verse number 12 then his brothers went to feed their father's flock in Shechem and Israel sent Joseph are not your brothers feeding the flocks in Shechem come, and I will send you to them. So he said to him, here I am. Check it out. Here I am. Understand this. If you can hear that, here I am. Isaiah answered the call of God. Check it out. Go to the book Isaiah, you see it. And then he said to him, please go and see if it's well with your brother's and well with the flux and bring back word to me. So he sent him out to the valley of Hebron, and he went to Shechem. Now a certain man found him there, and he was wandering in the field. And a man asked him, saying, what are you seeking? Well, all this is a setup from the kingdom of heaven. This chaos that's getting ready to happen to him, boy, it's going to look bad in Genesis 37. But I said this is part one. Great things God has for you in the midst of chaos. Check it out. I want you to see it. So he said, I am seeking my brothers. Please tell me where they are feeding the flock. And the men said, they have departed from here. For I have heard them say, let us go to then. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Dutan, the jet. But God setting them up with the dreams. Cause he gonna need to hold on to it hallelujah check it out he says come therefore let us here we go won't you see it boy his brothers they upset with this with the, with, with their brother they won't lay hands on him. I want you to see it so sometimes this, remember like I told you it said that they envied him right I want to go to verse 17 check it out and the men said, they have departed from here. For I have heard them say, let us go to this. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Duthan. Check it out. Here we go. I want you to see it. Verse number 18. Boy, you know God got you. Check it out. Now when they saw afar off, even before he came near them, he consp- they conspired against him to kill him. It got so bad. But had chaos. you Ham talking about chaos. The call doing chaos. they talking about killing him. That's his brothers. That's how much they disliked him. His own brothers plotting to kill him. Check it out. This is what they say. I want you to see verse 19. Then they said to one another, Look, this dreamer is coming. Well, hold on to the dream. Believe in God, for well, God can do it. Hallelujah. Trust him. Check it out. Come, therefore, let us kill him and cast him into a den in some pit, and we shall say some wild beast has devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. Did you hear that? they like to say, hey, if we take him out, what about his dreams? That stuff ain't going to happen. No weapon formed against you should prosper. Because guess what? The weapon is coming. But they ain't going to have no success because what God want to do with Joseph, he's going to do it. Anyhow, check it out What you see it. But Reuben heard it and he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. Reuben is the oldest brother. Trying to put his brothers in check. But Reuben messed up too. Boy, let me tell you something. Here we go. And Reuben said to them, shed no blood, but cast him into this pit, which is in the wilderness, and do not lay hands on him, that he might deliver him out of their hands and bring him back to his father. So his brothers, older brother, wanted to save him, trying to devise a way where he don't look bad in front of everybody. So he was going to save him, but guess what? God had a purpose. God got a purpose and a destiny for you. Your call will be fulfilled. Did you hear it? God can do it. Trust in God. He has all the resources that you would ever need to do what he's called you to do. God has the resources. Check it out. Did you hear it? God has the resources. Here we go. Then Re- Reuben returned to the pit. And indeed, Joseph was not in the pit. Guess what? I want to share this with you. What Reuben had did was, Reuben slept with one of his father's concubines, which was Bilhah, which he shouldn't have did. So as you go further along in Genesis, you'll find out that Reuben, his father, his father was mad with the things he had done. And so you got to understand this, God is always at work in your life to bring you good, I don't care what people say god is real he's real is real i want you to see it because you know check this out now they got him in his pit right they didn't put him in his pit so here we go i want you to see it it says this let's go to verse 20. come therefore let us not kill him cast him into some pit and we shall say, some wild beast had devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. But Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. And Reuben said to them, shed no blood, but cast him into the pit in the wilderness, and do not lay a hand on him that he might deliver him out of their hands and bring him back to his father." So he was trying to do something. Understand this. The call during chaos. Joseph has no idea what God is setting him up for. You may not know it all, but trust in the Lord because he can do it. So it came to pass when Joseph had come to his brothers, they stripped Joseph of his tonic. The tonic of many colors that was on him. Understand this. Joseph's flesh had to die. Understand this, Joseph is going to be humbled through this whole experience. Understand this. What we're getting ready to get into, I'm going to share something with you. Here we go. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. Here we go. Then they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty. There was no water in it. And they sat down to eat a meal. Then they lifted their eyes and looked. There was a company of Israelites coming from Gilead with their camels bearing spices, bombs and mirror on their way to carry them down to Egypt, right? Check this out. The things that the Israelites was carrying was stuff on bombing. In other words, get it parallel with, with Joseph. He's getting ready to be carried down. There. His flesh is getting ready to die. He gets to go through some change because of chaos. Chaos comes along sometimes, but you got to just know that God, God got you doing the chaos. So Judah said to his brothers, what profit is there if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Israelites, and let not put our hands upon him, for he is our brother and of our flesh. And his brothers and his brothers listen. Did you say, "Hey, we going to sell it. Understand this: silver is for redemption. Christ is the redeemer. So check it out. I want you to see it. The Midianite traders passed by so the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Israelites for 20 shekels of silver and they took Joseph to Egypt. His father is going to think that he's physically dead but he's going to go through a spiritual death. But God is going to raise him up like he's going to raise you up. Hallelujah want you to stay encouraged. Check it out. Verse 20. I mean, verse 29. I want you to see what happened. Then Reuben, he thought he saved him. But guess what? Here we go. Then Reuben returned to the pit. Indeed, Joseph was not in the pit. And he tore his clothes. And he returned to his brother and said, The land is no more. And I, where shall I go? So then Joseph tunic. Guess what? They took Joseph tunic. This is cold of many because they stripped him. In other words, this is so that they can lie to the father, They father. They're going to lie to him, tell him he's dead. Check it out. I want you to see it. So they took Joseph's tonic, killed a kid of the goats, and dipped the tonic in blood. Remember, Jesus' blood saves you and me. Hallelujah. He's the redeemer. Check it out. And here we go. Then they sent the tonic of many colors, and they brought it to their father and said, we have found this. Do you know whether it is your son's tonic or not? See, boy, let me tell you something. They ain't going to get away, because guess what? For the rest of their lives, they're going to live with what they did to their brother. It's going to eat at them every day. Even after their father passes on, they still gonna be worried, and Joseph's gonna walk in love. Because guess what? Out of all this chaos, God is gonna humble him. In the midst of God is he's gonna go through all kind of chaos. He's gonna go through all kind of melee, but in the end, he's gonna come out smelling like rose. You get ready. Trust God in twenty twenty four. God can bring it to pass. Check it out. Verse thirty three, and he recognized and said, "It is my son's tunnet. A wild beast had devoured him." And without doubt, Joseph is torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes, put on sackcloth, on his waist, and mourned for his son many days. Could you imagine? They lied. They didn't sold their brother, Fathers in mourning. And guess what? Understand is the promise God made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But sometimes God will keep things, even from the men of God. Because it ain't time for him to know. God is the God of time. Won't you to understand that. God is the God of time. Check it out. And all his sons and his daughters arose to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, For I should go down into the grave to my son in mourning. Thus his father wept for him. Now the Mennonites had sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, the jail, and also the pharaoh, And the captain of the guard, guess what? Everything that's going on, guess what? It's all going to be for the glory of God. Joseph is going to see the dreams fulfilled. It's going to come with some pain. But the chaos, the chaos is only meant to bring it to pass. We're going to go to part two. I want to tell you I love you. I'm praying for you in 2024. So let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for today. Father, I ask you to bless your children all around the world as they deal with chaos. Show them that you care for them. Bring them out. Let them smell like roses. Let them see your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember, pray for the persecuted church. Pray that God take those people of the persecuted church and make them to believe that they're god win souls. I want to tell you, I love you. I want you to stay encouraged. The call during chaos. God can do it. Have a blessed day. Love you. Bye-bye.